Uh, I saw Tenet last night. Do you know what that oh. is? I've seen some headlines, but I'm not uh, totally familiar. What's the... Uh, so, what's Christopher t- no- Nolan. Christopher mm-hmm. Nolan. He made those Batman movies everybody went goo-goo over. Right. And, uh, and then he made Inception, and he made... Uh, what was that other bad one? Fucking the Matthew McConaughey in space movie. Um, Interstellar? Yeah, he made that one too. And he made The Prestige, which is a great movie. Uh, but then he made this movie, Daryl. <laughs> and, um, boy, I just like, <laughs> what a confusing fucking mess. Oh my god. I read a bunch of reviews that were like, I was confused the whole time, and then the end, and then it all made sense. These people must be way fucking smarter than me because this shit did not make sense at all. Like at all, man. What's what's the basic like setting of the movie? Okay, there's a CIA agent played by John David Washington who is great uh, and a very good lead action character, Uh, and he is investigating this word tenet, which. Who knows what that even fucking really means. But basically, like, certain things... I'm going to spoil a little little bit. So if you don't want to fuck around with spoilers on Tenet... And Daryl, I won't spoil, like, the plot of the movie, but just some basic concepts. Okay. Certain things can switch so that they can move backwards through time, basically. They're not really time traveling. Like, you're not, like... You don't get in a box. <laughs> there is kind of a box, <laughs> but, but 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 you can so like you can make it so that any object can be like moving backwards through time, including a human being, right? Okay. Um. Yeah. It's, it's pretty, like it sounds cool. Yeah, it sounds sci- cool. Yeah, the sci-fi like the basic sci-fi concept of that seems yeah. good enough to make a movie out of no great yeah let's yeah. i'm all for sci-fi new sci-fi like shit um and like some of it was cool there's certainly like there's definitely cool moments and set pieces and scenes where like one character is traveling forwards through time and the other character is traveling backwards through time and they're like fighting each other and like there's really cool sort of like time twisted dynamics and filmography going on there um yeah but i couldn't understand a fucking <laughs> thing that was going on for most of for most of, and then i gave up halfway through I, uh-huh. at some point there's like a hyper squish that they have to find that has nine pieces or some shit like that i don't know uh-huh. John David Washington plays a really engaging, captivating character that I can't hear a fucking word he's saying because there's too the audio mix is too fucked up, where the music and the and the like bashes and explosions are too loud, and I can't hear a fucking word anybody's saying. Um, what's his name? Robert Pattinson plays an engaging, interesting character that I can't hear a single word he's saying. Um. What is her name? 
Elizabeth Dubecki, I believe is her name, plays a really interesting engaging character that I can't hear a single word she's fucking saying. And should be giving something more to care about than like her son who is on screen for 30 seconds of this two hour and 45 minute movie. Yeah, Right. I don't give a shit about your kid. You don't really give a shit about your kid. But like all you do is show up in scenes and be like, my son, I gotta care care about my son nobody else does (laughs) what's going on with the sort of audio of this movie such that you can't hear what any of the characters Uh, this is a problem with Nolan movies Hmm. I don't know what the fucking guy is thinking I don't know what kind of like studio he's recording in where he can hear anything anybody's saying it's the same thing that happened when the Dark Knight Returns came out the third one and Bane is all you know like that um and like now they like remixed it for home video where you can understand what he's saying but when it came out in the theaters i remember specifically being like i can't i can't i don't i can't see his lips so Mm -hmm. i can't hear it right like i can't get what he's saying because i actually can't see the words moving and the the mix is so muffled behind the explosions and like time travel like noises and score i can't i couldn't hear what anybody's saying and in this movie there's the same problem because they're for a thing if you're traveling backwards through time you have to wear like an oxygen mask so you're breathing fresh oxygen for some whatever it doesn't make sense in the movie either but um or it does i guess it makes sense but you're just like okay (laughs) i guess so but so you can't they have their mouths covered and you can't fucking understand what they're fucking saying Daryl mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it drives it drove me crazy for two and a half hours and then I left the theater and I wanted to kill myself basically <laughs> not really I mean obviously mental health is a serious problem we should take it seriously call suicide prevention hotline if you're feeling bad but it really I mean, don't if you're in a country where COVID is such a problem that this is not being shown in theaters right now, like consider yourself lucky. <laughs> it's fucking it's so it's so yo, it's wow. not worth it. Okay. Yeah. Honestly, it might be when they remix this for home video and remaster the audio and like I can hear what people are saying, it actually might be worth watching it for free on HBO. Mm-hmm. But until then, I, I literally sat around the movie theater for the last hour being like... No clue what happened. I have no clue what's going on. I have no clue what these people want. I have no clue why we're suddenly in like this paintball range in the desert like doing this crazy military exercise. I couldn't, couldn't follow. Couldn't mm-hmm. follow. Couldn't follow. So... That's my mini review of Tenet. And then we're going to get to our major review of Fate of the Furious because this is No One Likes the Tuna podcast, the world's premier dedicated Fast and Furious <laughs> podcast. My name is Nick Nocera. And I'm Daryl Wong. And uh, Daryl, you watched Fate of the Furious this week, did you not? I did. Just today. Just this morning. Yeah, me too. Just this morning. What? How, how, how did it go for your watch through? Not bad. I've had yeah. worse watch throughs through yeah. uh, eight years. It's I feel um, like now, yeah. Go I feel ahead. like now. I think now that I know that uh, Dom or yeah, Vin and Rock were not in the 
weren't even close to each other through the yeah. production of this movie. It sort of makes it know, better. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> Vince off doing his own happy thing, and The Rock's mm-hmm. doing his own Jason Statham plotline thing. And yeah, that's it makes it. me less. It makes me less upset about um, any sort of like character tension that is right. supposed to be there. Or is right. not they solved it just by separating. You're saying right, right. Um, I had a pretty good watch through, honestly. Top mm-hmm. three, maybe watch throughs of eight that we've done. Mm-hmm. What stood out to you this week? One, I did a 180 on the Cuba scene right off the bat, where nice. I was like, "Oh, I'm so feeling this. <laughs> I was like, this is great vibes. I love the like." bad guy actor in the in the cuba scene he's like mm-hmm. totally overdoing it and dynamic and like but in a really good way you know mm-hmm. um yeah the like flaming car was fun like cuba's beautiful michelle's having a good time it's the one time in the movie where like michelle is has something to do and is having a good time a mm-hmm. little bit even um yeah, Cuba scene was good vibes. And then I like I, I kind of pictured like, oh, the the rest of the movie is coming, so I better enjoy this while <laughs> while, while I can. Mm-hmm. Because um it's so different than the rest of the movie, you know? Um Yeah, it's it was good, man. It was good. It was like classic, like let's just have a good time, everybody. Let's just like, have a good time. Here. Yeah. yeah, they use they use the the beginning scene in this movie to reinforce some of the um, main lessons you're supposed to have through yeah. sort of this series. It's family, it's uh, rider, not the ride. Yeah, it's um, um, pay your debts, forgiveness, forgiveness. Yeah, yeah, stick to your word type stuff. But yeah. also, yeah, I mean the the uni- the unity that comes with um, car people. Yeah, family. Extends beyond. And family. And family. Mm-hmm. Extends across borders, and it really, it breaks down uh, divisions between friend and foe. Which I did realize this Cuban cousin that Dom never mentioned before this movie and has never mentioned since is also cousins with John Cena at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Theoretically, unless it turns out he's a robot or something that Dom never knew about. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think my first thing here is, uh, I think still based in Cuba, but what is your, like if some stranger came up to you or you, yeah, ran into somebody you didn't know and they knew your coffee order, how does that make mm. you feel? Is that a, how, do you, how do you feel if somebody you have a random conversation with, it's like, oh, Nick Nocera, extra large black coffee, iced black coffee? <laughs> Is this a thing where they're like, okay, we got to get more specific about this. Because is this a thing where like they're bringing me a coffee that I haven't asked for and they're making an, a guess based on my personality as to like what they think I would want? Or is this a thing where like I'm having a dynamic, witty sort of repartee with a foe, with an antagonist, and that antagonist is like trying to guess my coffee order as a theory about me in the world. <laughs> Closer to the second one, okay. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I would say... 
Um, I'd say like they're kind of a dick. You know, like I'm <laughs> yeah. not like all right. And sometimes I get real defensive and like slip into my, especially here. I slip into like I like ham up the New York thing. Mm-hmm. When somebody's trying to make generalizations about me, be like, you don't know a fucking thing about me, brother. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I might get like defensive like that. But if they nailed it, I'd be like, you got to come to the next party I go to and do this <laughs> for everybody because that's amazing. Yeah. Does she seem more like a mocha or like a yeah. uh, caramel latte kind of person? Exactly. <laughs> I need exactly. to know just it really yeah. set the tone here. You yeah. should be working at Tri County Fairs, honestly. This is a real <laughs> this is a real skill. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have yeah, a complicated I, order. I have like coffee with milk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Either. Like mm-hmm. so if they it wouldn't be that impressive, you know? Like no sugar, just milk. Uh huh. Um. Yeah, I was just thinking about it because, uh, yeah, Cipher tries to intimidate Dom by li- rattling off a list of things that she's observed him doing mm-hmm. around around Cuba for uh, the duration of his short honeymoon. And right. Yeah, I think I fall into the same category here. It was like if I don't know who you are and you know how I take my coffee, it seems just on the side of too personal for you to know. Yeah, I don't want you to know that right. about me. I don't want anybody to know anything about me at all, ever. <laughs> Including my close friends. Mm-hmm. I don't want mm-hmm. them to know. Daryl, how much do you know about me? Probably less Probably less than most people know, honestly. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm not into it. I, You know what? I live my fucking life, you live your fucking life, and then we'll both live our fucking lives, and then that'll be it. You that know? sounds good. I'm cool with this. It doesn't bother me. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the Cypher intro scene, I think it's still good, mm-hmm. basically. Like, I think Charlize comes off the bat. Like, she's captivating, like, right away, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And, like, again, like, we've talked about this a lot. Like, her character is basically the only <laughs> interesting person in this movie. Mm-hmm. So, um... Um, I can't like fault her too much or like her character too much because she is trying to be like deceptive and antagonistic mm-hmm. in that scene too. It's like that's the point. You know? Oh, actually, I did mm-hmm. pick up one more thing in that scene, which was that um, we said in a couple episodes past that Apple iPhone only yes. likes to have their phone in the hands of good guys. Yes. When she no. hands Dom a picture of uh, yeah, supposedly Elena and Baby yeah. in captivity. She hands like an old iPhone 7. Do you see the Apple logo? Yeah, they show the back of the phone as uh, Dom. She hands right, it to well, Dom. And I guess Dom's my point, my point maybe, um, well, here's the, here's the other thing. I said that, okay, I don't know if this, this is like a fucking rumor. <laughs> I don't work in clearance. Like I've worked with clearance coordinators. I want everybody to take this with like the biggest lump of salt that you mm. possibly can. Um, it's not that they can't have their. I think it's that they. It's not that they can't have bad guys use iPhones. It's that they have to then clear it. Like if you, if you, Apple will just. You don't even have to call Apple if you mm. want to use a 
a Mac or an Apple phone in your movie. And it's not like an antagonist or somebody doing something illegal or bad. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Car blanche. Like, just do it. Just use it. We Apple's like, we're done to have our products on screen. Like, no, you don't have to pay us. We don't have to clear it. You're good. But if it's an antagonist or do somebody doing something bad, it's like, you got to make a phone call. It can happen, but you got to make a phone call. So maybe that's true. It's probably not, but maybe that's true. And maybe it's the case here where they somebody made a phone call. Because mm-hmm. that's sometimes all it really takes is like, you just make it, you just email the one person and they're like, yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Go for make it. Make it happen. Uh, yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, I still, I still really like this idea that, um, yeah, good, yeah, good guys can use Apple products all day, all night. Yeah. My, th- my thought here was that Charlize's people were like, hey, we got Charlize Theron. Don't worry about whether or not she's good or bad. This is a high profile client over here. We're gonna make this happen. We can't. We can't have Charlize's brand on screen with anything less than an Apple phone. You can't have Charlize Theron in your movie and like give her an Oppo, right? Phone, you know, right. <laughs> or like a fucking, you know, just a list celebrity. Okay, there's no, there's no reason why she shouldn't be, yeah, rocking nice products. Get the a list shit. Right. That's the deal. You know, as a former genius, Daryl, I assume. <laughs> I assume. I assume you're you appreciate seeing that kind of thing on screen. Step right up, Charlize. There's a lot of people here waiting for appointments. Go ahead and just kick them out of your way because you're an A-list celebrity. If if that's the if if you were still a genius, and Charlize Theron walked into your um, bar. <laughs> <laughs> Part the waters. <laughs> Appointment book, throw it throw it out the window. I know it's on the iPad. Throw it out the window. Uh, Charlie yeah. is here. Yeah. We're going to give her the service she needs, and she's going to get out as soon as possible. To clarify, I was never a genius, but oh, if, okay. I were, if I were a genius, I would for sure do that. A-list celebrities only. Clear my schedule. I don't need this. Yeah, I don't need this lady who doesn't know her password. Like... It's all good. That's a, there's enough service being done here. She'll be back next week anyway because she's going to have to reset and forget her password. Right. Let's go ahead and take care of Charlize here and make sure that uh, she's a happy, happy promoter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't want them tweeting. Right. Yeah. Um, bum, 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 bum. Hey, The Rock has COVID. Did you hear this? Yo, Jess, Jess told me about this. <laughs> His whole family so, has COVID, right? The whole fam. Okay, first of all, I'm not going to make light of this situation. We give The Rock a ton of shit on this podcast and generally think he's like very bad for this franchise and very bad actor in general. But like, dude works hard and is probably like a super nice guy. And like, nothing but like well wishes for him and his family, especially his, like his kids who definitely have tested positive also. Um, yeah. So how'd you hear about it? Jess told you? She told me. I was I meant to read up on it, but I didn't actually get to yeah. any details. I saw the Instagram know about post. Because mm-hmm. um, I do follow him on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, but he was just like, it was cool. He, he said he was, he, they got tested. They found out they were positive. Um, they had been feeling symptoms and like went and did it. And then like he basically said like, I'm on the tail end of it. 
like my family's on the tail end of it at this point. So they're not really That's contagious good. anymore. And as far as they know, and they're still quarantining and they are feeling much better. So that's good news then. Yeah. All around like good result. You mm-hmm. know, um, glad the rock. If anybody was going to like, be say. cool with COVID, you know, <laughs> I mean, no, 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 right. no, 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 This disease is indiscriminate. <laughs> but, <laughs> I, yeah. I feel like he could have sweat out COVID in like seven to eight, seven like, to eight just days. Just popping the sauna. <laughs> Fuck. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, but much love to The Rock, to like his family. They seem like all very good people. I watched him sing the Moana song to his kid a lot on mm-hmm. his Instagram. Mm-hmm. He was like, at some point, like, hey, Dad, like, you know, it's like. <laughs> I already I saw the movie, the movie. <laughs> Against My Will <laughs> twice. <laughs> <laughs> but uh no 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 um uh much love to the rock hey speaking of the rock i this i like the prison scene in this movie also it is like the prison scene is the best parts of hobbs and shaw but in a different <laughs> a different movie right it's like if yeah. hobbs and shaw if, if the prison scene was in hobbs and shaw it would be the best scene in the movie and it would fit very well i agree with that um, the like rubber bullets scene where it's like bouncing oh off the rock is crazy. That was so good. Um, Jason Statham is like good. You know they they have good chemistry. Sort of undeniable. Uh, I like yeah. Go ahead. I like the one where uh, the rock needs to get from upper level to lower level. Mm-hmm. He does a slide across this balcony, shoots out, and falls, bounces against a, a iron fence down into the second level and yeah. continues fighting. I was like, I don't think I've ever seen that one before. For a guy that's, what, 280 pounds? Yeah. For a that's guy that's serious. 280 pounds and is like the face of the franchise, as if as he would tell you, mm-hmm. we've sort of seen him not fight that much, right? He, he fights. He fought with Dom in five. Okay, that's the one. Mm-hmm. And he fights with Shaw in six. Seven? Seven. Does he? Seven, yeah. Yeah, in the beginning scene when uh, Shaw blows him up and he saves Elena blowing out the window. Huge fight scene. Oh, yeah, that's true. With the IT guy. Yeah, and he fights with that, like, big guy on the plane in six. He fights with the big guy on the plane. <laughs> he beats him. Yeah, he takes out that whole. All right, I revise. I revise. I take it back. Favela. I take it back. Yeah, brutal murders in the favelas. On, he just looked rock. at it on a different level of like martial arts kind of thing to me today. Mm-hmm. Like he did this thing when the rubber bullet thing happened. He does this thing where he like grabs the guy's gun, like flips around, like bonks him on the head, then yeah. holds the guy and like twists the gun around and shoots another guy. And then mm-hmm. he just has like sort of skills I didn't know he had basically. That's- yeah, that's true. It's a it's a level of finesse that isn't even uh, isn't even shown in Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, I mean, totally. I, I don't think he, I don't he, I don't think I for the few rock movies that I've seen, he doesn't usually have that many combat scenes. He's doing other. He's stuff. doing a lot of bashing. 
He's a real bash man, you know? Mm-hmm. And he's doing a lot of bashing with either his fists or some kind of stick-like object. And he's breaking rooms and stuff. Or Walls, like a giant ceilings. phallic gun. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, but he doesn't have a he doesn't have a lot of scenes where he does like he coordinated choreographed sort of movement in the way that you think about it, you know, mm-hmm. kind of like a martial art style type of thing. Which he it fit. It was like weirdly effective for me. I was like, oh yeah, great, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it was nice to see. So I think maybe bring a little of that spice into uh, Hobbs and Shaw too, maybe. Are we confirmed for a, for a Hobbs and Shaw? Team? I'm not. I don't know if we, the world, the royal, mm-hmm. we are. I mm-hmm. haven't taken one fraction of a second to Google mm-hmm. the words. If I ever actually <laughs> <laughs> spend the time with my thumbs to type Hobbs and Shaw to uh-huh. question mark, yeah, kick me off the pod. Right. I don't want to right. know. <laughs> if I I'm read about even... it somewhere, great. But yeah, I don't want. Yeah. I'm not going to spend the time looking. Yeah, Siri better steal my thumbprint and then sort of hear me accidentally ask that because it's not happening on purpose. Yeah, as soon like when my Amazon app, you know, because it's continuously recording everything I say and sending me AdSense for it, mm-hmm. or like um, sending me targeted advertisements for it, when it picks up on this conversation, Hobbs and Shaw 2, and sends me, like, a little ad to some mm. kind of variety story about it. Maybe I'll click. <laughs> You're really going to have to force my thumb here. I mean, I'm really going to have to... I mean, I have to, you know, my thumb is going to have to do some extra martial arts-type yeah. moves it's not used to. <laughs> it's going to have to be one of those pop-ups where they, like, right on top of a button that you want to be, like, a close or something, they, like, do a pop-up. You're just like, oh! Yeah. Like, <laughs> to like, they're gonna have to invent new phone screen technology where like if your thumb sort of hovers above the screen it like the screen like pushes out and <laughs> pushes your thumb for it yeah yeah yeah. Uh, yeah yeah new with ios it's called pre-touch yeah pre-touch oh i like mm-hmm. that dude you know you should be like a genius or <laughs> Speaking of um, geniuses and new products and new mm-hmm. services and stuff like that, do you want to do shout-outs? I would love to do some shout-outs today. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is a little segment we have on the pod where we give shout-outs to products, placements, not placements, <laughs> products, places, things, people, institutions that we're just digging these days. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, Daryl, you want to start us off? Oh yeah. I yeah. got a I got a juicy got a two cut. part yes. I got a juicy two part anti shout out two shout out transition here. Wow du parte du part. Um alright. First things first, big anti shout out to gluten free pizza. Oh yes. Oh my right, would you get cauliflower? Uh, we, so, uh, we have the pizza place up here, Saragina Pizza. They make mm-hmm. a wonderful, like, oven, sort of, like, modern-style pie. Yeah. Extremely tasty. Great. On the pricey side, but, like, sure. absolutely worth it. What are we it. talking? What are we, what are we talking? Inches to dollars, what are we talking? I think they do a, they just do, like, a medium, and it's probably a, 
What's a medium? Like a 14 15, inch? 14, 14 15. 15 mm-hmm. 14 inch, and it's like 25 bucks. 30 bucks. That's fucking expensive. 25 bucks. Probably like That's 25. Expensive. I think we probably spend 50 bucks, and we get sure. two of them. But look, there's expensive piece out there. It exists. Mm-hmm. We eat it sometimes. Let's move on with our lives. Right. Um, so we accidentally ordered it gluten-free this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Jess is a little bit dairy sensitive. We mm-hmm. were getting it with like a vegan cheese, and it's mm-hmm. been very nice. But we accidentally chose the gluten-free version of these pizzas. We came back. <sighs> Toppings were all still very nice. So yeah, actually, sure. I had normal cheese. We do a prosciutto and fungi. It was very nice. Oh, um, a fungi. Ooh, fungi, yeah. <laughs> um, but this this crust is it's basically like hardened Play-Doh. It's so stiff. The texture is terrible. And shattered the crown of my of my no. You require dental work because of this shit. Yeah, we're on video now. My video's working. Check this out. Oh my god, no. Dude, stop. Dude, stop it. Dude, stop it. So for anybody, for our podcast listeners out oh there. Oh my god, dude. Your, your co-host, so no one likes to tune a podcast, Daryl Wong, has a missing front tooth due what to gluten-free... Pizza. Dude, first of all, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? You have like a lisp now? I have a lisp. I have a speech impediment. <laughs> and I am fully missing a top tooth because I accidentally ordered gluten-free pizza yes. on Wednesday. Yes. Yes. This is incredible. <laughs> this holy. is incredible, man. You look like Alfred E. Newman. It's a horrible experience. It's a horrible experience. It didn't hurt. I already had root canals like on my front two teeth, but okay, I I look ridiculous and I have a speech impediment now. Can I say though? I could not tell. The dental work was fab, (laughs) absolutely fucking fabulous. Thank you, thank you. Uh, That leads into my shout out because. So I'm about to embark on what they call a dental journey for the next... <laughs> is that what your dentist said to you? <laughs> That's what my dentist said. Okay. You're about to embark on a dental journey here for six to nine months because I have to get like an implant now mm. in this and I have to see a specialist. We have to do all this crazy shit. Mm. But he was like, in the meantime, though, let's get you an Invisalign tray, which Sick. is what I have here. And like... Let me put this shit back in. Ah, uh, so Beautiful. back in the day, they used to have to take like a tray full of fucking, like a metal tray full of plaster. Yeah, and they would stick it in your mouth for thirty you make seconds. A mold. Yeah, oh I've had God. molds done. Yeah, it feels terrible. You feel like you're suffocating. Now they don't even have to do that. They just take like a webcam, basically. They. Put it no in way, I, dude. I swear to God. They put a webcam in your It's mouth. like God's eye, but for your teeth. It's basically mouth's <laughs> eye right now. That's amazing. So, so they God's eye your mouth, and like it just shows up. It shows up as a 3D model on the screen immediately. And he's like, all right, come back in two hours. 
We'll 3D print this rack for you. We'll put your little crown in there. What we'll the shove fuck? it back in your mouth. And that's, that's amazing. it. It like, that's legit. It's, it's legit technology. Like the things dentists are doing these days. I, can I say too, like dental technicians are some of my favorite kinds of people in the entire world. Right. They're the best. They Infinitely are the nice. best. Cracking jokes. They're all. I'm, you're, you're making fun of the dentist. Like, hey, he's a real blowhard, huh? <laughs> the technician's like, well, you don't even know what half of it. Um, so the technician I had uh, yeah. this time was like, um, like an older Filipino lady, and she mm-hmm. was so nice. Yeah. But she was also like, just like talking. She was just like, oh, you're very lucky. And I was like, why? She was like, because of masks. That's for masks. Oh my god! Because of masks, so that people won't see your busted ass tooth. (laughs) Like you busted your tooth in like the perfect moment in history to bust a tooth. (laughs) And that lady, that is amazing. That is amazing. That is amazing, dude. It's true. I'm. It is. It absolutely is. That's incredible. I feel bad to even get to my shout out this this week because it's not even going to compare, man. Anyway, um, so yeah, yeah, wow, dental Fucking, journey, yeah, two part shout keep out. Keep us updated on the dental yeah. journey as you. Go. I will. I will. <laughs> it's be awesome. McDonald's Monopoly's back, baby. Hey, Monopoly is back, and it, this is. A, Sort of a shout-out, but mostly an anti-shout-out. Because McDonald's Monopoly ruins my fucking life when it comes around. I love McDonald's on a normal day. <laughs> okay? And I work all every minute of every day of my life really hard not to just shove McDonald's fucking burgers <laughs> in my face. Okay? Because I love it so much. I just do. Like, I acknowledge that as a human. I know that some people are, are put off by that. Those people uh, can go fuck themselves. So, I, I, yeah, so I don't do that, right? I have McDonald's like once every two weeks, maybe every three weeks. Mm -hmm. But when Monopoly's around, it's like my, the gambling (laughs) shit and the fast food shit combined into like this, like, horrible conglomerate of like shit Nick Nick cannot resist at all. Okay, I'm so pro, but I'm so fucked. I'm so fucked on it, man. Yeah, it's brutal. Hold on, let's get a let's get a like a baseline again on the McDonald's monopoly. So the mm. product the product itself costs the same, or do they only do the monopoly on the fries? No, the product itself costs the same, but you must right. get a meal. Okay, uh. so if you don't the the monopoly piece, at least how it works here. Mm-hmm. The Monopoly pieces do not come on the sandwich containers. So if you just order a Big Mac sandwich, it will not come on the sandwich container. It comes on the drinks and it comes on the fry containers. Okay. And you must get a meal, like a medium or large meal, um, to qualify. But it will come on both. So you get two pieces per meal, mm-hmm. basically. And the pieces can either be... Um, the pieces can either be like uh, 
like places you would have on a regular Monopoly board, like um, Atlantic Avenue or some shit. Mm-hmm. Or they can be like chance cards or, um, yeah, whatever, basically. Okay. Um, and you try to collect, if you collect a block, you win like a prize, basically. So if you get, I don't even know the like Monopoly names of the places, mm-hmm. but if you collect all the purple ones, you get the purple prize. Whatever that is. Or if you collect, like, the Boardwalk Park Place ones, you get the ultimate grand prize, which I think is, like, 100 grand or some shit. But um, uh, all the places here are different because the Monopoly boards are different here. Crazy. Yeah, isn't that nuts? Why? Why They're all fucking, like, New Zealand places. Instead of um, Pittsburgh or wherever the regular one is. Atlantic City? I don't know. Where is the regular one? Do we know? I don't know. I like, I, yeah. They it's a town. Park. It's a town. Okay. I thought it was New York, but. Yeah, because it's like Park Place or whatever. Or Yeah, yeah I don't I, think it is. Probably not. Um, I don't think it is. I think Atlantic City, New Jersey. There you go. Okay. Okay. So, um, Monopoly trivia for you folks. But here's the fucked part about Monopoly in 2020. Daryl knows I have a strong dislike for all apps of all kinds forever. Mm. And Monopoly 2020 and McDonald's Monopoly 2020 is all app based. They don't give you a map. and They used to give you a piece of paper with the fucking board on it. And you would take the pieces and you would peel the back of them and it would stick to the board. And then you just made your board. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now I have codes that I got to fucking scan or enter this like 20 digit code into the... I got to download this big ass app. I got to enter this code every goddamn time. And then it like tracks it for me. And then if I get a chance card, which can is like a... Either like a loser or an instant win. Mm-hmm. Um, like you can get a free fry or some shit like that. You got to enter the goddamn code. And sometimes one in... Like four and five chances will be like, eh, you entered that for, for nothing. It's bullshit. Doesn't win anything. Yikes. Yeah, I'm not into apps. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that may help me stay away from it, but it won't because the app is loaded on my phone and ready mm-hmm. to rock at this, <laughs> at this moment. So, so how many like how many McDonald's meals uh, are you expecting, sort of in general, between now and the close of the contest to consume? Like twenty, like <laughs> like a lot, man. <laughs> like like a, I like a lot. It's going to happen tonight. It happened last night. It's going to happen tonight. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, you know, who yeah. knows? During the week, who knows what's going to happen? When's the close of the contest? I don't know how long the promotion runs. I don't quite know when it started. I was just surprised like two days ago. I was like, well, I haven't had McDonald's in a while. I'll just go grab a sandwich. And then, like, I saw Monopoly was back. I was like, oh my God. Fuck. I was like, fuck. <laughs> I should not have come. I did not want to know that Monopoly was around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not not an experience I need to get into, for the most part. That sounds like fun, though. Yeah, it's a great time. Is it back U.S. stateside? I don't know. I I feel like I normally in the past I would have seen advertisements. I feel like it. it's in the zeitgeist. You know, it's in the cult. Yeah. The cultural moment is Monopoly, mm-hmm. or it mm-hmm. used to be. I don't know. All right. 
Yeah, I haven't seen it, but I live I live pretty close to McDonald's, so maybe I'll uh, see yeah. if I catch it. Take a stroll. Get yourself a chicken sandwich, meal, and meal. a couple of game Very pieces. Important. Yeah, um, yeah, and see if t- let us know if they have paper, you know, boards, because I'm tired of this app shit, man. I'm tired mm-hmm. of this app shit. I went to the information desk at the mall yesterday, and I was like, "Do you have a map?" Of the mall that we're in. Just a map. Just give me a map. They're like, oh, no, we have an app. Do you have the app? Like, fuck, you, fuck you, man. No, I don't have the fucking mall app. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you. It's fuck my first you. Time here. Fuck you, give me a map. Just give me a map. Pull out a piece of eight and a half by 11 and draw me a map. All right? Yeah, we got A4 here, but same thing. <laughs> Like, give me a fucking map. Just draw whatever you gotta do. Put a star of where we're at, and then yeah. tell me where the fucking DSW is. That's what That's I right. want. To know. <laughs> <laughs> give me a map. This is really an anti shout out to apps of all kinds. <laughs> do not use them. I yeah. fucking hate apps. Right? Yeah. Um, do you have anything other Fate in the Furious wise you want to talk about? Um, I had a couple of small ones. Yeah, um, hit me. I thought it was pretty weird when Cypher was referring to Dom, uh, sort of, I don't know, three quarters of the way through the movie. He was referring to Dom to, uh, the sense of freedom he gets, the 10 seconds of freedom he gets from yeah. drag racing. Yeah, and I don't know. Uh, it hadn't really occurred to me up until now that it was like an oddly, like, movie self awareness moment because that that scene or that right that mentality that yeah. sort of service that is brought to us through that conversation between mm-hmm. Dom and Brian in the shed. That is, you know. Not really recorded anywhere. Yeah, it's like it makes you want. Is this a thing like Dom tells everybody he meets? <laughs> it's like uh, ten seconds or less. It's like, it's like at a party, or they're like, "Listen, that guy seems cool, but like, don't start him with him." He has, like you just start talking about this ten seconds or less drag racing thing, and like you just don't. You don't want yeah. to get into it, man. It's incredibly unrelatable. Everybody else obviously thinks about life in terms of more than 10-second increments. This guy, however, is the only thing you can talk about. It's like, Dom, do you want to go to a movie next week? He's like, uh, I'm living my life a quarter mile at a time. I don't you're gonna know where You're going to have to ask me 10 seconds right before showtime, and I'll let you know. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Yeah, the only way you can get to a movie with Dom is if, like, he... If you schedule a drag race right outside the Cineplex, okay? The Cineplex is the end of the movie, or is the end of the race. Ten seconds before the movie starts, you're like, get ready, set, go! And then you get to the movie theater. You're like, hey, you want to see this new Christopher Nolan movie? Yes. Yeah. That sounds like a good idea. He, Dom, we hate Tenet. I'll <laughs> tell you, that movie feels like 10 million fucking seconds, right? Like, you would just hate it. Mm-hmm. Hate it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, 
<laughs> I don't have any other notes, man. I, this movie was like kind of jazz to watch through. Um, our Elena theory proves correct. Uh, she, you know, Dom and her were having some sort of affair while Letty was recovering her memory, probably. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, that's it for me. Okay, that's well, it. if you want to find us, uh, we're at Nolt Podcast on Twitter, N O L T T Podcast. You can send us an email, no one likes to tune podcast at gmail.com. Uh, follow our Instagram. We should try to get some more Instagram followers. Um, is no one likes the tuna podcast on Instagram? Mm-hmm. And uh, you can always rate us or review us, give us a thumbs up, subscribe to us on whatever podcast player you listen on. But also, Apple Podcasts and Spotify are the two main ones review wise that are most helpful for the pod. So if you have friends who listen or you listen and you haven't reviewed, Take a second, do it. It's just like, it's so helpful for us uh, to get the word out on, on the pod. Um, I also want to mention, I'm on a different podcast this week. Um, I think it'll be out the same time this podcast is out. So if you're listening to this, go listen to this other podcast called The Clocking In Podcast. Uh, it's done by a high school kid. Um <laughs> Yeah. Nice. Um, and he interviews adults in different industries to like see what life is like in those industries. So I talked about my experience being an art director in uh, the movies and stuff. <clears throat> um, and like how I got into stuff, you know, in high school. And I, I just, you know, I don't know. It was cool. It was interesting. That sounds- that sounds like a lot of fun. What was the name of the podcast again? It's called the Clocking In Podcast, Podcast, and it's um, hosted by a very uh, cool young man named Asher Riser, I believe. So check them out. Um, yeah, follow them on Twitter. So um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do a little tweet, retweet when they um, come out this week. So uh, be sure to check that out. You got anything you needed to plug, Daryl? I got nothing new to plug over here. Yeah. Cool. What are you having for dinner? No clue. All right. Sick. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, man. Take it easy. Sounds good. Be well. I'll talk to I'll you, talk you next week.